Movies. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BAMcast. This month we're not recording what we thought we were going to be recording. Yay! Hey! It's, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it, no, no, it's for the best. I, I watched it once and it was bad. Yep. And not, like, rant-worthy bad with very few redeeming features. So originally um, it was going to be Turkey Thanks Killing. That's it, isn't it? Thanks, thanks Killing, killing. Yes. yep. But I went to go watch it the other night and it had been uh, taken down off YouTube. Yes. Um, it was nicely themed for this time of year, but um, never mind. We we quickly had a look around to see something different we could do, and we've well look. We review badly awesome movies, and a lot of the things that we record are you know, pretty horrible, and that really seemed to suit the name of this particular thing that we're reviewing. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, which is actually not a movie. It's a, um, a three-episode web series. goes for a total of about 40, 45 minutes, um, and we will cover that a little later on. Yes, we've got... How you been? Yeah, we've, we've, our names. I'm Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we skipped over that. And, and I'm the one that isn't Ben. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Justin. So, yep. yeah, it's, it's right. always... a. Uh, comes down to like the last week of the month is when we uh, we always get around to recording so there's always bound to be some things that we've done you had your um, packs coming up so tell me all about that I had an absolute blast I yeah, packs is my Christmas Christmas is also my Christmas but packs is my Christmas um, I was there for two days this time around which is nice it goes for the Friday Saturday Sunday of usually the last weekend of October, start of November, and um, normally I can just sneak in there for the Saturday, do everything I can and rush through it as quickly as possible. How many years this has year, it been in Australia now? Is it only two or three? No, no, it's at least five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, there's been at least three or four at the um, Exhibition Centre, and the first one was at the Showgrounds. But uh, yeah, so this year I was able to score an audio from work and I went in on the Friday and the Saturday and it just meant that I didn't have to rush. I could wander around. I managed to park under the exhibition centre the first day and just stuffed my boot full of stuff, Um, which is probably for the best because... What kind of stuff are you buying there though? uh, Board games, role-playing games, dice... Uh, mystery boxes. Uh, there's a distributor called uh, Mill Sims Military Simulations here in Melbourne, and they've been around forever. When I was growing up in uh, country Victoria, they had this massive, like, 120 page mail order catalogue that I'd get once a quarter and I'd go through and circle everything I wanted, and then realise I, out of the 20 things I circled, I had money to by like three and um they had a big stall there this year with all these mystery boxes so the mystery boxes had things in them like there was at least a board game there was a backpack uh there were various little bits and bobs so i picked up one that was um probably the size of one of those big plastic plastic storage tubs you'd see at bunnings yeah another one um and it had 
a Bowser-style spiked backpack. It had a massive, bigger-than-my-head Pokeball money box that my youngest daughter promptly took into her room. A uh, few keychains and uh, things like that. And a board game and a couple other bits and bobs. So it was a pretty good little mystery box, but it was huge. Uh Picked up a couple of things ready for Christmas for the kids. Um, picked up Xanthar's Guide to Anything, which is a Dungeons and Dragons accessory. Some dice. A uh, couple of smaller board games. There's one called Ticket to Ride that uh, I played the iOS app, but never actually played the... I didn't actually own the physical game. Managed to find that pretty cheap. Another one called Hero Realms. Uh, so, yeah, I, I literally just... Did all my shopping on the Friday. Must be nice to have friends to play these things with, mate. <laughs> I yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. It's just all uh, there to sit on the shelf, is it, and look pretty? Oh, yeah, look, I, it's not as bad as my gaming pile of shame, but it's getting to be a pretty similar situation. Yeah, there, There's a couple of games I've played with my wife. The Dungeons & Dragons stuff gets thoroughly read, and I'm getting a game teed up for that. Um... I've got... Oh, I actually got to play D&D while I was there as well, which was great. There's this um, thing called the Adventurers League, which is a Dungeons & Dragons group. And what they do is they run sort of bite-sized adventures that aren't directly connected to each other. So I could go to an event like PAX... And I could play a game and I could do it all in the one session. And then I could go to another convention three months from now. Or I could go to a Friday night game session at uh, one of the game shops in the city or somewhere like that that's running one of their games. And just jump in. So you don't need a regular, you know, we're playing every Friday night and everyone needs to be there um, type scenario. Which is great for me because as you particularly are well aware my schedule's all over the place mm. and, um, and you're out of the middle of nowhere yeah that doesn't help so um i'm looking at it was great to be able to play that and the character that i used there i can take to other sessions at other events so there's one called a Carnicon coming up in january that i might make it down to is that a um, board game specific thing that is very specifically role-playing games. Okay. So it's Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu, um, things like that. There's no... I don't think there's much in the way of board games and um, video games or anything like that. It's, it's pretty much just role-playing games. Uh, so yeah, I was really happy to finally get a chance to play some D&D after having the itch to play for so long are you going to um, pax by yourself or do you use it as like a meetup with like-minded friends i have a friend of mine who um is uh goes by the name of morty on twitter that you made that you went to the mcg for the wrestling with no oh. no different guy oh you got two um, friends they're doing better than me i, I do <laughs> I, I see them at least once a year yeah um, but Morty is a um, role-playing person as well, so we both went into PAX 
together. We carpooled and um, then we just went off and did our own things while we were there because we had different priorities. And um, there were a couple of people I caught up with that I know from Twitter when or um, from other PAXs and things like that. Um, there's actually a guy who has a stall every year. He's from Canada and he's um, he does Drinking Quest as a um, it's like a very light role playing game slash drinking game combo. Okay, this sounds intriguing. Yep. Um, well, I reckon you'd be one of the perfect people to to actually play it with. Um, wow, he says a lot. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> well, it's very light on the role playing. Yeah. Um, it's got a good sense of humour and basically instead of your character dying or um, things like that you usually end up having to take a shot okay so um, uh, anyway he's from Canada and every year I drop in and um, give him a Vegemite sandwich (laughs) I've done that for about three years in a row now (laughs) nice Um, so yeah PAX was really good um the other thing I did while I was there that was a reasonable amount of time was um, I went to one of the panels and then following that went and had a chat to the guys at Xbox. They have um, the Xbox accessibility controller or adaptive controller. Yeah. And um, it's specifically for people that have um, trouble using a normal controller. And my wife has... Um, some trouble with her left hand because uh, she's had epilepsy since childbirth and it's given her a couple of problems. And um, so I was specifically checking that out to see what could be done with that that she might be able to play with me and the girls. Cool. Yeah, so that was that was a very interesting... I remember seeing uh, what those controllers looked like on the 360 and they had just all these little latches and levers type of thing all over the place, but... Uh... Yeah, these ones are literally just an oversized D-pad mm. and a giant A and B button. Um, each one is probably ten centimeters across. Yeah, you know, big big buttons that you could. What's this thing called? I'm just gonna have a quick look at it. I think it's an adaptive controller. Yeah, or accessibility controller for the Xbox um, One. Or... Yeah. Uh, but the thing that it does have is a whole bunch of 3.5mm plugs in the back. And you can plug pretty much anything you want into those. Um, and a lot of musical equipment works with it. So if you've got someone that can't use their hands very well, you can get a drum pedal. right? 3.5mm jack for the drum pedal. And every time they tap their foot on the drum pedal, it's like hitting the right trigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like one of these 3.5mm jacks for every single um, button on the controller or that would be on a normal controller uh, and a USB port as well for if you have a um, uh, th- there was a basically a Wiimote um, or the, not the Wiimote the joystick adapted to the, the Wiimote um, but a USB version of that so the guy doing the demonstration had had his um, left hand amputated after a workplace accident. And so he just had a stump. Yeah. And um, he was nursing the controller with his left hand or left arm. 
using what he could on the controller with his right hand and then using pedals with his feet to to do some of the other stuff yeah i'm looking at the controller here and at a glance it looks like a dj deck or something yeah, yeah it really does um yeah two big round circles and just that oversized d-pad on the left yeah yeah but um so that was really interesting uh yeah i think i've rabbited on about packs long enough what have you been up to over the last month oh the last couple of weekends i was uh, over in your neck of the woods i flew over to melbourne for two hashtag sexy weekends for wrestling so yeah. so um not the weekend just gone, but the one before. I went over for Melbourne City Wrestling Endgame 2018. So they had six matches there. Um, a lot of these names won't be familiar to anybody. So I'll just mention some of the more popular guys. Like Slex uh, defeated Adam Brooks. So Adam Brooks has been in Progress Wrestling and uh, I think Rev Pro. He's, so he's done some overseas stuff, but he's an Australian guy. From Dingley, wherever the hell that is. The King of Dingley. Or something. That's one of his names he goes by. Yep. Um, so him and Slex had an awesome match. There was like a, they did the um, a top rope Canadian destroyer. Now you know what that movie is, don't you? Like a, a somersaulting pile driver. Yep. Yep. So they did that, and there, there was a tombstone pile driver on the ring apron as well. The match was was just going mental. And oh, I think I saw that actually. I, I might have shared it. Posted that. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So Slex is. The first time I saw him, or, or Melbourne City Wrestling at all, was um, November last year when uh, I went over to see Kazuchika Okada from New Japan come over to wrestle against Slex. And so, like, fuck this Slex guy, who cares? Like, never heard of him before, blah, blah, blah. And now we're over 12 months later, and me <laughs> and Raymond are both going wild for him. Raymond would be like really harsh before he's like fuck you slags just like yelling out to shit all the time like come on he's alright he's alright but then on this show two weeks ago um, Raymond's like come on slags and I'm like you actually going for it now he goes yeah slags is pretty good <laughs> and so I had a photo with him bought his t-shirt and his sunnies and that 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 night so I had a good chat with him as well about oh how come you haven't come down to Tasmanian Championship Wrestling that sort, sort of thing I said, oh, you can come stay at my house. <laughs> Being a real tool. And I said, oh, I'll see you next weekend. I'll be back over again for the for World Series Wrestling. And so some of the names will be much more familiar on this one. Um, so it was Friday and Saturday night at Fern Tree Gully. So we had, well, Bandito, he's from AAA or CMLL. So he's like an international guy. A luchador guy came over to wrestle. Um, Walter. So he's a du- big dude, a brute from Austria, and he wrestles in all like the British companies and that. He defeated Jonah Rock, an Australian guy. Had Brian Cage defending the Impact X Division title in a four-way against Adam Brooks, Robbie Eagles, and Tome Fl- Phillip. And we had Brandy Rhodes, which is uh, Cody Rhodes' wife, because Cody Rhodes was there. I'm sure you would have seen the photo of me with Cody Rhodes, maybe? Yep. Yeah, I think so. You don't spend much time Maybe. on Facebook, but you might have seen it. No, yeah. And uh, I, yeah, Austin yeah. Aries was in the... In the yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, and Austin Aries was there wrestling in the main event as well. Yeah, we had Marty Skull from Bullet Club, and Flip Gordon from... He's in, been in New Japan as well, and Joey Ryan, the dick wrestler. So, um, lots of... Some some decent names on the show. So I had a photos with a, with a lot of the guys, bought a bunch of t-shirts as well. Spent so much money on alcohol over the weekend. 
Uh, we're right. back. For, so, we had uh, some audio technical difficulties, so nothing makes sense. But um, I finished talking about wrestling, <laughs> and and I heard of at least two people that you were talking about. So yeah. that was good. Uh, well, Austin Aries, Joey Ryan, maybe. Uh, no, even though he wasn't wrestling, oh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, yes, <laughs> yeah, because he uh, yeah knee injury, so he's unable to wrestle, and he. He's got two matches coming up. He's got January and um, December, and then he's going in for knee surgery. So he wants, okay. he's got, wants to fulfill those things. But it's still good that he, he flew all the way out to fulfill the the mm. date. But, uh, yeah. But he did have a stare down. <laughs> he, he defended the uh, the New Japan's US title in a, a stare down with uh, Joey Ryan. So, And then on last <laughs> night's show in Perth, he defended it two out of three falls for a, in a um, rock paper scissors match, so oh, pe- the, people on the internet the are not happy about it either. <laughs> people, you know, you're on the internet, wrestling fans, you got to complain about something. So, but, come on, how, how much action and excitement can you get in a wrestling match that you can't get in a two out of three rock paper scissors? Yeah, the crowd gets way into it though, <laughs> and then it blinks. It's like, oh. um, is it time to talk about? Our movie thing? I think so. Okay. All right. All right. You picked it, so do you want to give a bit of an overview? I can do that. So, the thing that we're reviewing, it's not actually a movie. It's a three-part web series called Dr. Horrible's Sing-Along Blog, starring Neil Patrick, Hallis? Neil Patrick Harris, Nathan Fillion, and Felicia Day, and starred, uh, directed by Joss Whedon. Um, there are a couple of other Whedons in the cast list and the only other really notable name is um, Simon Helberg who plays one of the characters on The Big Bang Theory oh okay that's where I knew him from I, not that yeah. I watched The Big Bang Theory but it's like this guy looks familiar yeah yeah, yeah that would be uh, why and so how did this thing come about existing well um, basically Back in 2008, you had the Hollywood writers' strike where there were a lot of issues with um, stuff being made and produced and, I guess, written. So Joss Whedon, over the course of about six days, decided to... um, Well, he probably decided early, but they filmed it over six days. um, Decided to film something with some decent actors and... Um, a moderate budget but just something out of left field I guess and um, yeah it was just something that happened during the writers strike that I think Joss Whedon was probably getting a bit bored um, I had never heard of it before and then when you sent me the link <laughs> I thought it was like a, a, an actual TV series or something and yep. I just like what is this <laughs> like <laughs> The, the film, like the quality of the visuals and everything, like, you know, it doesn't look cheap or anything. You know, they they put a decent amount of money into it, I, I suppose, uh, suppose, or they um, made the most of everything they used. So I won't knock any production values for it, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the production values were good. Um, the acting quality was good. I think this is more coming in because it's just so left field. Hmm. 
compared to a lot of other stuff. I think that's this why. will be in the highest IMDb rating thing of anything that we probably will ever do on the podcast. Somehow this is sitting at a eight point six on IMDb. Is that better than Kung Fury? Oh, possibly. Um, yeah. I suppose a lot of the people. It's one that, of the best we've done. <laughs> I think that if you've watched this, then you've only watched it because you're a fan of everybody that's involved and that yeah. sort, of, sort of community the, about the weed and sort of stuff. And like Nathan Fillion fan group was well, Joss Whedon did that um, Serenity or whatever, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Joss Whedon did Buffy, Angel, mm-hmm. Firefly, Serenity, some movie you might have heard of called um, The Avengers. Oh yeah, uh, I don't rate it at all. Actually, yeah, I don't. Like, it, I don't like that. It's kind of well known. So this Felicia Day, yeah, is she actually an actress? Because I thought she was just did like a voice actor or something. No, she um. Well, internet well, for, stuff. First thing I saw her in was one of the last couple of seasons of Buffy. Hmm. So she's been in that. She's been in um, Dollhouse, which is another Joss Whedon oh, yeah. series. Uh, she's done. I, I think the thing she's most famous for is web series. Yeah, the, uh, the Guild. The like Guild. I, I knew the name Felicia Day and something to do with the Guild, which was. On the Xbox 360, I thought that was like some sort of series that was only released on that. Is that correct? Or was it a no, Microsoft-produced no, thing? No, um, I think they sponsored one of the seasons. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure season one was um, was just self-funded by her and some friends. Um, and then it went for um, quite a while after that. Um, I think it went to something like six seasons, mm. but um, yeah, she's been in um, a fair bit of web stuff. Uh, she's also been in um, a few video games and um, stuff like that as well. Um, there was a bit of a crossover where she was in a web series for Dragon Age, like a six episode web series. Oh, for I think that. I heard about that, yeah. And then she actually ended up doing voice acting for one of the characters in one of the DLCs for it as well. Um, but yeah, most of what she's famous for is um, internet stuff. She's on um, Geek and Sundry. No, doesn't have familiar. <laughs> no, it, it's a very nerdy web channel. Okay, more in your um, realm than mine, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, um, what about the story of this thing? The story. Uh, let. If you really just break it down, it's guy has a crush on a girl and doesn't have the nerve to to talk to her and someone he doesn't like ends up dating her and he then gets the courage to to do something about it because the other guy's a jerk. But this is in the world of superheroes as well though. This is yes. Nathan so, Fillion's character is like Mr. Hammer or something. So he's the one that yeah. gets the girl. Or well, Felicia Day likes him. She's just a, a normal human, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Doctor Horrible when he's building his freeze ray gun, death ray, and all that sort of stuff. And lots of songs throughout. I, I probably would have preferred if the whole thing was a, a whole musical. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, uh, look, I mean, what did, was... what did you think of the songs? Nothing stand I mean, out. It, it? it has it has sing along in the title, yeah. so you, you're going to expect a few songs. But 
there were a lot more than I actually remembered from the first time I watched this you know, 10 years ago. Um, probably the best one was uh, when Captain Hammer was accepting his award. Um, and he was like, you know, everyone's a hero, you and you, and especially me and you. <laughs> um, you know, just really made him look like a complete jerk. Um, so... That's, yeah, that was, that was probably my favourite song. Um, I mean, a, a lot of the narrative was done through song. Yeah. You know, they, they were saying, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to do it, this is what I'm feeling. Um, it really was a full-on musical, um, which, you know, Neil Patrick Harris, that's fine for. Felicia Day has a musical background as well. Nathan Fillion... Struggles seems to be a little able to, bit, I think. Yeah, seems to be able to do okay. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and um, I know that when Joss Whedon was doing Buffy, there were a couple of there was at least one song he did that was a complete musical. One episode, you mean? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? One series. One song. There's oh, one song no. he did that was a complete yes. musical. There was one musical. One song. <laughs> it was a whole musical. <laughs> three seconds. Uh. But um, yeah, I, I think that was probably the best. Um, song in it yeah um, any trivia or anything like that you want to bring up about it uh, what do we got we got uh, it was filmed in a total of six days uh, which is a pretty quick turnaround but I mean it only goes for 40, three 15 minute episodes really yeah um, a few of the props and things they use in there were um, actually from Firefly so the freeze way, the freeze ray, which becomes a death ray, was a gun that was used by some of the baddies in Firefly. The um, lab coat that Doctor Horrible uses is one that um, one of the characters used um, in Firefly, and um, the actor that did it actually bet out Neil Patrick Harris for that role. Um, it got a bunch of awards. Um, and the, what, yeah. they want to do a sequel? Or the sequel's in developmental hell or something like that, isn't it? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I haven't heard anything about a sequel, actually. but um, Yeah, it would not would not surprise me at all. Yeah, Joss Whedon's making other superhero things at the moment now, isn't he? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. They, in the next Batman or whatever, they have a newspaper fly past that says Doctor Horrible or something or other on it. Maybe, <laughs> I may, you know, that, that sort of stuff could yeah. be out there somewhere. It, in, it wouldn't in the Avengers. Me. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have much else to say about it? like this? Uh, you know, I didn't find it offensive. I didn't find it bad. I didn't find it great. I'm never going to watch it again. It's just a, yeah. it's just a thing that exists, I suppose. Yeah. Um... I think if you're a fan of Whedon, you've probably heard or seen it at least mm. but um maybe recommend yeah. for those people that are into that oh, kind of thing ab- absolutely if you're a fan of nathan fillion or um uh, felicia day or uh, neil patrick harris you you're gonna enjoy it uh i would have liked a little more comedy and a little less singing because uh, i think it sort of would have benefited from that a bit uh and i'd one thing that we haven't discussed that I do like is um, he did sort of turn the roles around a little bit 
in that Dr. Horrible, a lot of what he was trying to do was turn things on its head because he wasn't happy with how the world was at the moment. Captain Hammer, who's supposed to be the paragon of virtue and the good guy and everything like that, uh, was a complete prick uh, and a, just a total egomaniac. Um, he ends up being a coward in the end as well. And oh, yeah. Being a sook yeah and, the, this, and... the second he actually gets hurt, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah he's, he's basically <laughs> just been invincible for. I did forever. like that. Then what is on the psychiatrist's couch or whatever? He's like, then it actually hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> And then when um, Dr. Horrible actually did snap and was out there committing crimes and all that, that was enjoyable. I did like that. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. And um, it, it's actually a pretty good, as an origin story, I think. Mm. Yeah. I, I'd love to see a Dr. Horrible with him in the League of Evil. Um, there's also um, a couple of different comic books that I think were um, Dark Horse has done a couple of Dr. Horrible spin-off comic things like just one shots and yeah stuff like that um so yeah it's sort of gone there as well is that everything for this then what yeah you, i think so you're right what are you doing wandering around or you got a visitor no yeah um hang, hang on one sec What's going on? oh from Oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Just keep it on top of the kids' bedtimes. Okay. All right. Um, so, that was Dr. Horrible. The time to, to lay down a score on it then. Alrighty. Look, not great, not terrible. Um, some nice twists to it. Six and a half. Yeah, I don't know how to to rate it because it's. I don't feel like it, it deserves either way. But like you know, I just, I guess I'll go about four and a half. You know, just go in the middle of the the nine point scale. Just just sure. Goes. So just dead even. Yeah. Straight in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the subject of superheroes and comics and whatnot, um, yep. Stanley passed away. Do you want to yeah. touch on that at all? Because I feel like you're a way bigger comic book guy than I am. Oh look, that that. Even though he was like ninety five, that was a bit of a gut punch. That um, you know, he's one of these things that's like I remember reading comic books when I was yeah you know, six seven, and you'd get through to the you know basically the letters to the editor page, and you'd have comments from Stan Lee in there. So he's been around, and he's been a celebrity in the comic book world for. You know, forever and the movie uh, world as well now yeah yeah i mean i'm sure God there's lots of people that he's done yeah it's like oh did you know that's the guy that created most of these characters yeah like, i'm sure my yeah. mum probably knows who stan lee is now and she wouldn't have she's never <laughs> read a comic <laughs> yeah and she watches enough of these movies that recognizes this old guy that keeps turning up and bloody everything so um yeah it was a bit of a shame that he's passed on but um uh, Ninety five. Nothing it, to sneeze at. It's not like it, it's not like it was unexpected. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it still felt like a gut punch when uh, when that happened. Hmm. Haven't lost a whole lot that year, have we? Uh, this year, sorry. What was it two thousand sixteen? Yeah. It was the year of death. 
It was. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think Stanley's the only one that really springs to mind for me. I'm sure that there have been others, but yep. um, yeah. So on that bright and cheery note of death, what should we watch next month? <laughs> Something Christmas related. Now um, we we're talking before the show and. What, Santa Claus versus the Martians? Is that what you said it was called? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Conquers the Martians, okay. It is on YouTube. For um, now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Hopefully it'll still be there. But this, you know, much like Night of the Living Dead, I think is one of those things where it's out of copyright and it can just pretty freely be put up anywhere and, and may in fact be royalty free and everything like that. It was made in 1964. It has a terrible rating on IMDb, and it sounds absolutely ridiculous. And looking at the few um, bits I've seen with costumes and things like that, it's looking pretty much on uh, on par with um, Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, what was it? A two um, two and a half out of ten? I think you said. Two point six. Two point six. Okay. Two point six. So now this is like <laughs> meant to be so bad that maybe I actually will enjoy it. Whereas you know, with the the piranhas and the um, sharknados, it, it only gets halfway there. But this uh, it's, it's going it's going full bad. Yeah, I mean, two two point six out of um, ten is a, is a pretty bad score. Yeah. Hopefully, we will have um, a lot more I'm to di- talk I mean, about that than pla- we did. Plan nine from outer space got a four. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we can all look forward to watching that next month. So, what the? What? Sorry, I just um went to Google. Um, I just went to type Kung Fury into um IMDb. Yeah, and it came up with a listing for Kung Fury Two with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, we talked about this on the first episode of the Bamcast. Yeah, but. Did we mention Arnie? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. You can go back and listen, or maybe I'll even edit that bit in. <laughs> yeah, do that, because yeah. otherwise I won't listen in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, old news. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have a bad memory. Kung Fury only got a rating of 8 out of 10, so it looks like Dr. Horrible actually um, yeah, so is the highest rated thing we have done. Yeah. 8.6, yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. Um, well, that's it for this week. It is. So, or month, even. Yes. Okay, because, so, yeah. so what, what? any events coming up? Except for Christmas, obviously. Is there, What have you got to look forward to before the next recording? Uh, ooh, we might have to talk off air about when we're going to record because I'm going away for um, a week for a family holiday. Yeah. Um, going on a cruise just, again? No, no yeah. more cruises. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, maybe, but not as long as there's yet. no punch ups this time. Um, oh, <laughs> no, we're going to um, Achuka Moama, which is on the Murray River the border of um, Victoria and New South Wales. Yeah. They've got um, you know, just nice place for a, a chill out. They've got um, paddle steamers cruising along the Murray there, mm. they've got houseboats. Um, Are you staying on a houseboat? No, we're just staying at a caravan park right okay. on the on the water, and um, we'll probably I mean, we'll definitely jump on a paddle steamer and and do some touristy type stuff while we're there. But you need some more action to, on your Instagram, mate. 
you, you did like a couple of things and you gave it up. I want to see you back oh, on there. Instagram was only for the cruise. <laughs> I don't think I even have it installed anymore. Yeah. Wasn't there some karate stuff with your daughter? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Get Insta- Instagram it up. Come on. That's where Instagram it's at. Instagram it up. I'm pretty sure we've got a web. Oh, we've got a um, Facebook page somewhere too. Who's we? What? The uh, podcast? Yeah. I think, we, I think I set up a Facebook page. For the BAMcast? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was just doing it all via Asia Mania. I didn't know there was a BAMcast. I haven't yeah, been added um, to it. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I haven't. I, don't, I, I do Twitter. That, that's pretty much the only social media I do. Yeah. And even that, I've been pretty slack on. Like, Whenever I go to Messenger, over Messenger, so active three days ago or something like that. <laughs> like, okay, you eventually reply to this. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, the, I usually reply to the messages pretty quick because they come up on my phone. But yeah. Yeah, fa- Facebook just yeah never never got around to it. Mm. Um, Still on yeah, MySpace. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, MySpace. That was actually before my time. Mm. No, nothing was before my time. I started on Pong. I started on a what? Sorry, Pong. 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 Oh, Pong. Pong. Okay. Yeah, the game. Yes, I thought it was some social media thing. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, there is a Bamcast web page. Okay. I'd, I'd <laughs> hate to think when the um, oh yeah, we got one one follower. Yeah. Uh, hi, Stuart Neil. Um, our biggest fan, and apparently. I, the only fan. I'm yep. not even following it. <laughs> oh god. Um, and there was a generic profile pic put up on the 29th of May. Uh. That's it. Is Bam cast yeah. one word? It is Bam space cast. Okay. Wonder what the password is. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what email account I used. Um, okay, social media. We got this. Yeah, I'm not too bad at it. Yeah, better than me. Okay. All right. We better get let's, out of let's here. Let's wrap this up. All right. All right. Catch you next month. Okay. See you, everybody. Bye. at these people amazing how sheep will show up for the slaughter no one condemning you lined up like lemmings you led to the water why can't they see what i see why can't they hear the lies maybe the fee's too pricey for them to realize your disguise is slipping i think you're slipping Now that your savior is still as the grave, you're beginning to fear me. Like cavemen fear thunder, I still have to wonder, can you really hear me? I bring you pain, the kind you can't suffer quietly. Fire up your brain, remind you inside your rioting society is slipping. Everything's slipping away, so... Go ahead, run away, say it was horrible. Spread the word, tell a friend, tell them the tale. Get a pick, do a blog, heroes are over with. Look at him, not a word, hammer, meat, nail. Then I win, then I get everything I ever. All the cash, all the fame, and social change. Anarchy, then I run, it's Dr. Horrible's turn. You people all have to learn. 
this world is going to burn, burn. Yeah, it's two R's, H-O-R-R, yeah, right. Burn. No sign of penny good, I would give anything not to have her see. It's gonna be bloody, head up, Billy Buddy, there's no time for mercy. Here goes no mercy. Mercy.